episode 185 of the All the Book Show, recorded at the David A. Howe Public Library. We talk book news, author news, and literary news. And I'm Eric Michaels, and this is Nick Gunning. Nick Gunning. Thanks for that wind up. That was <laughs> yeah, nice. Well. That was really nice. Yeah. Well. I felt like it gave me a good venue to introduce myself. Yeah. yeah. Nick Gunning. Yeah. I've learned the term. Uh, what's the term? <laughs> I don't know. Go on. I've Gone as soon as, it, as soon as it fluttered in. Yeah. Uh, well, it's been a while, but today we're going to be doing a Lonely Hearts Book Club. Mm. Uh, and spoiler alerts, it, since it's Oscar season, it is Hollywood themed. So should be should be a good time had here Okay, uh, a little bit later. So we're going to talk about that. Generous. Coming up. I've learned the term to be a generous oh. actor. Yes. Uh-huh. That was me. Oh, okay. Being a generous host. Yes. To you. Yes, you're right. Yes, you're right. So what's that sound? Did you know that as we record uh, uh, nine years ago today, you were starring in a production of uh, Jake's Women? That's d- true. Directed by me, written that's by true, the yeah. late, great Neil Simon. Yeah. Good time. Great yeah. performance. That's it. Oh, wait. You mean There's, me? Yeah, I do. Thanks, man. I certainly do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I peaked. Yeah. I peaked <laughs> what are you gonna my do? second play. What are you going to do? My second play ever, I peaked, and then uh, it's all been downhill yeah, since a then. long slope down. Yeah. Uh, let's jump into the bookmark. Bought too what, many cars. What do you be? <laughs> What have you been up to? What have you been reading? Uh, okay. Well, uh, I've been reading my own obituary oh. since it's been so long since I peaked. Wow. No. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's see. What did I read? I don't know, but I saw the Lego movie part two, the second part. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah. I just, I don't think. Okay. I think it was too long since the original. Yeah. They really doubled down in the live action stuff, mm. which I was under the impression that no one liked. Yeah, I don't like that. Because thing. I certainly didn't yeah, like Will it. Will Ferrell's fine, but like, yeah. it was still weird. And this one... Will Ferrell never actually appears on screen. Uh-huh. He's just like an offstage voice, and it was not worth it. Hmm. It was not worth yeah. it. So some funny bits, uh, a kind of a weird uh, takedown of uh, Chris Pratt's career uh, in there. Yeah. And then it just wouldn't end. It kept being like, this is probably the end. It returned to the king to me like seven or eight times. It hmm. was uh, so. Okay. I don't think my son really enjoyed it, and I was hmm. kind of like, eh, whatever. Yeah. So. That's it. that's my hot take. Okay, Lego Movie Two. Lego Movie Two, not as good as the first. Piece. Correct. Correct. All right. Yes. Uh, well, here's what I read. Okay. Uh, wow. Did I not? Re- oh, this is counting as multiples. All right. I read Dark Knight Metal. <laughs> or Dark Knights Metal. This is where Batman this has is, like a hairband. And this is Dark Knights, spelled dark, but knights, not possessive. Yeah, it's plural, but it's also not K N. So it's yeah. just regular knights. Yeah. Anyway. I could go into this in a lot, and I will. No, so I read. This is the main thing, and yes. I also read like the two side DC stories. Comics uh, Batman arc yeah. from what last year? I don't know. A few years ago, maybe okay. two years ago. I read. A, I read the first issue of it. Mm-hmm. And was like not for Nick, man. That so you have like these two side wings. You got uh, Dark Knight Metal, the Resistance, and Dark Knight <laughs> Metal, <laughs> Rise <laughs> of the Batman. <laughs> so basically, the the basic plot okay. is that evil Batman <laughs> from the. Uh, the dark multiverse yes, are okay. coming in to destroy sure. the main earth, they which is our it. superheroes. Earth. Gotta destroy and like, so reading the, the side story, the rise of the Batman, yeah. that was interesting. Cause it was each of their origin. And, uh, there were like two stinkers in there, but for the most part, it was solid. It had okay. some cool, like evil Batman origins. Uh, I then started reading the main series. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just not good. Yeah. It's messy. Yeah. It's Scott Snyder, the writer. He has this habit now of writing about, these abstract ideas like they are concrete and physical objects. Mm. At one point, Cyborg uh, goes, I found the coordinates, but they lead directly to darkness. Mm. I'm like, that that's not how that coordinates work. No, that would never happen. No, it doesn't make and, sense. And uh, they, they keep talking about how like just the light and everything. Yeah. 
like the, we need to destroy the light, but they I think they actually mean they're going to find the physical entity light. Yeah. And snuff it out. Yeah. It's, they need to pump the brakes on Scott Snyder. Um there's there's here's I'm gonna spoil this. So Do if it. you want to read Do Dark Knight it. Metal Plug your ears. Uh plug your ears or skip. The very last issue. Yes. Uh, some of the other Batman are defeated and everything. Okay. Batman goes to the cave of the evil Batman as the leader, who is uh, like a Joker-Batman combination. It's Batman with the Joker virus. Yeah. So he's called the Batman who laughs and everything. And he's in... So our Batman goes to the Ooh, Batman boy. who laughs Batcave. I hope the issue's at least better than this takedown anyway, of it. And uh, the, he has the Joker help him. Okay. There's a scene where Batman's like, just shoot the gun. And yeah. uh, Batman who laughs is like, oh, I'm gonna. And then he's like, I wasn't talking to you. And it's our joker yeah who does it and they fight him together i see and that's kind of like fun and that exciting fun. yeah but none of what led up to that was as like mm. fun as that however i do? would suggest maybe you read dark knight metal Batman. god i hate saying this title dark knight's metal uh the resistance the side story maybe there's a lot of like fun robin and nightwing stuff in there oh, a lot I, of do, fun flash. I do like me some robin nightwing but that stuff wasn't written by scott snyder okay. and it's just very simple batman's like other rose galleries get yes. powered up so, like, Poison Ivy super strong, and Mr. Freeze has, like, Frost Giants. That's, like, fun and exciting. Dark Knight's Metal, crap. Two mm. stars. Two stars. Too bad. That's too bad. Uh, all right. Uh, I read Shazam. Okay. Shazam! By Jeff Jones. Because yeah. there's a movie coming out. Jones. Jeff Jones. Because there's a movie coming out. Yeah, sure is. And they said, we were at a conference, then we went to the, was it DC Inc.? Or just yeah, DC so. itself? Yeah. That was odd. Oh, it's my... Uh, Anyway, DC. Uh, DC. We went to the DC conference, and they were showing some of the Shazam stuff they have mm. uh, that you can read and whatnot. And they yeah. had pointed this out as being like the movie. Yeah. That this this is what the movie's going to be. Uh, so I read this. It's fun. Yeah, it's I like time. it a lot. I read it many years ago, right when yeah. it first came out. Yeah. I, I liked it a lot. I mean, I guess read this if you want to know anything about Shazam, because mm -hmm. as Nick pointed out when we were at the conference, there's nothing else. Yeah, it's like they, nothing new. They haven't reprinted it. We got a cool no. uh, one by what, Jeff, Jeff Smith. Jeff Smith. It? Yeah, we got a couple things. But yeah, this is like... And plenty of Captain Marvel, speaking of movies coming out. Yeah, we got, we got tons of Captain Marvel. Uh, I read G.I. Joe Classics Volume 2, and I started G.I. Joe Classics Volume 3. Your we'll way. talk about Volume 3 next week. The only way you this, know how. This... Uh, this volume, yeah, things get pretty fun. You're making me want to read it. I'm not, get, I'm not gonna lie to you. Things get kind of exciting in this. Um, there were a few issues where thing it was just like chaos. Every and I just couldn't like stop reading. It was just like you. There's so many like characters. Like one, uh, not Scarlet. Who's the? Oh, I, who am I talking to about this? The Baroness. Uh, she she's her and Destero. I don't know who are, you're talking to right now. <laughs> talking to you. Yeah, okay. You know Baroness and Destero. Sure, yeah, please. They're like in love, but they don't can't be together. Yeah. Less Cobra Commander finds out. Sure, sure. So uh, at one point, Joseph Cobra Gordon Commander, Levitt we're talking about right. Yeah, Cobra Commander uh, has uh, Sergeant or Doctor Blood. Somebody Blood. His okay. last name is Blood. He has a title. He's hired him to kill Baron uh, to kill Destero, and Baroness sees, and she flips over the truck, yeah. giving herself like third degree burns and everything. So right now. Where she is, she's all just wrapped up in bandages with wow. the G.I. Joe who's trying to bring her back to life sure. and everything. Uh, meanwhile, Destero thinks that Blood was in love with Baroness, and that's why he shot him. And so now Commander's like, ah. Anyway, wow. lots of lots of fun stuff. It sounds like it. It hey, sounds I read, high drama. I read that issue I told you about. Yes. The one where it's uh, like all silent. Right. Just, uh, just the art. Yeah. It was really good. Huh. It was a Snake Eyes... Uh, or is it Shadow Eyes? I'm going to have to read them. Snake Eyes and uh, 
snowstorm. What's the what's the shadow storm? The I, the one who's all in white. The I know who you mean. Yes, white. I know who you mean. <laughs> all right. Well, him and Scarlet okay. have like an adventure against Shadow Storm. That's they didn't cool. say his name. Oh, I can't remember. It's been Silent, a while. Yeah, yeah. Uh, good stuff. Okay. Very very eighties. Very Marvel. Okay. Even though it's GI Joe. Yeah. And now I'm uh, picking up. The Caves of Steel by Isaac Asimov. Oh, for our sci-fi book club. Yeah. We already have several sign-ups for this. Yeah. So it should be a good time. It's a real party. I haven't started it myself yet, but I've got my copy right yeah. here. I'm ready. Mm-hmm. I've got a nice retro copy here. Yeah. I'm loving it. I got mine on my Kindle. Looking forward to reading it. Uh, we'll have a pretty cool sci-fi display up yeah. with it That's as right. Well. That's right. We will. Um, but yeah, so it's uh, we're book clubbing Caves of Steel, and then the next month, which will be April, mm-hmm. uh, we'll be reading Artemis. Which neither one of us have heard great things about, but maybe we'll like True. it. True, yeah, by Andy Weir. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, all right, your turn. Okay. Hope you didn't read any comic uh, books. I read, yeah, I read a couple. Nah, you I read a couple. Read uh, first, I have to give a special birthday shout out to my little brother, past guest Steve. Today is his birthday. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can hear the best of Steve at SoundCloud.com/slash All the Books. He's with us on what the Grisham episode, did uh, you, the Crichton episode, yeah. Patterson. Now I feel bad that for his birthday we didn't just put together a best of Steve. Yeah, compilation package. <laughs> yeah. Roll that clip package, Roger. <laughs> yeah. Hit it. Yeah. Didn't do it. <laughs> okay. Well, sorry, Steve. We tried. Uh, anyway, happy birthday, Steve. Here are some things that I read. Uh, I finished the. I'm going to do the comic books first. All right. Mm-hmm. I finished the the detective comics run, the the new Fifty Two stuff, eight and nine. Not very good. Sorry, man. Uh, I got a whole big bundle of Star Trek comics. So I read a couple of those. I read uh, Star Trek The Next Generation, The Space Between. The Space Between. This was kind of fun. It started with just like little not connected things. And then it sort of built into like, oh, these are connected. Is and that, it really um, didn't work. On the so. cover behind uh, Data. Is that... Um Oh my gosh! Well, I, I don't really remember. I, the I can't remember her. The Tasha. Tasha. Is that Tasha's Tasha? Yeah, Tasha okay. from season one. Yep. Uh, this one. Oh my gosh! I thought of you with your current GI Joe reading, yeah. but Star Trek versus Transformers was <laughs> so much fun. <laughs> it was so much fun. Yeah. It's uh, so it's the style of the Star Trek animated series from uh-huh. the seventies, right? And like the classic Transformers cartoon, like eighties, you know. Yeah. Uh, it, it's just, it's everything that you want it to be. It is everything that you want it to be. That's funny. If you're wondering if Spock mind melds with Optimus Prime, yes, he does. If you're wondering at some point yeah. a Transformer transforms into a version of the Enterprise, Enterprise. and fights as the Enterprise, <laughs> it does. All right? Oh, it's amazing. It was so much fun. Yeah. Uh, it's like they wrote this for me. Yeah. Uh, Nick's read a few uh, Star Trek crossovers. I know. You, you've read the, the Green, X-Men ones, the Green, the Green Lantern's Lantern one. great. The X-Men's great. Neither one of us have committed to that Planet of the Apes one. No, I've read it. Oh. It's fine. Okay. Yeah, it's not super exciting. Yeah. Uh, anyway, this is a lot of fun. This okay. is a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, single issues are out now. The yeah. trade is coming out later in the year. Do you think so, it's too late for either for both of us to get into G.I. Joe and Transformer toys? And I, we just like I go will, into the backyard Well, and play? I told you, I was hardcore into G.I. Joe toys. Right. Yeah. All about the G.I. Yeah. Joe toys. I didn't know the story. Yeah. In fact, I mostly didn't know the people's names. So yeah. I just kind of like make up yeah. names. Yeah. Anyway. Look out, glass face. Uh, you be oh, careful, metalhead. This one I'm excited about. This okay. is the Superman, the Unity Saga, uh, Phantom Earth is the first volume yeah. in this one. All right, so this is a new... This actually just comes out today, <gasps> so I can talk about oh, it. Oh, because Nick um, is receiving ARCs. I am, yeah. Yeah, some advanced stuff from DC Comics. So I read this, mm-hmm. and now I can talk about it because it's a release date. So this is part of the new uh, Brian Michael Bendis run on Superman. 
And in the previous volume, you find out a bunch of stuff about what happened to Krypton. And then Supergirl tries to use the uh, Phantom Zone projector. Uh-huh. And let's just say <laughs> she cast that net a little bit wide. Mm. And more things are in the Phantom Zone than one would want mm-hmm. in the Phantom Zone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so <laughs> it becomes a problem quickly. And right. Superman has to like figure this out. Oh, yeah. Meanwhile, his family uh-huh. is out gallivanting around the planet with uh, Jor-El, his long-presumed dad. Right. Uh, long so presumed? he's alone. Long-presumed dead dad. Oh, okay. Uh, and so now he's, uh, so he's alone and he's sad and... No. Uh, he's got to like figure out how to solve this Phantom Zone problem. Right. Really good stuff with the Flash. The Flash is used very well. Okay. Speaks to Bendis' strengths, I think, as a writer. Uh, also, yeah. some good stuff between Superman and Martian Manhunter, and some pretty good, uh, just like Superman characterization mm-hmm. stuff happening. Okay. My the downside here is that I don't really care about Krypton stories. <laughs> yeah. I. I don't know what the opposite of caring is, but that's the way I feel about anything with Zod. Right. Um, so it's not the type of story that I wanted it to be. But there's a lot of good in there. Okay. And it hits the stands today. Yeah. So check it out. There's a lot of good in there. It wishes to be. Yeah. It only likes yeah. the light. <laughs> Show it the light. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, did you say Marsha Manhunter? Martian. Oh, okay. Martian. Yeah. Okay. Martian, Martian, Martian. Uh, read a couple of books. I read, um, well, Truly Madly Guilty, which... Never, never won me over. I, I think this is going to be a hostile book club, folks. March 14th, we're discussing this. Okay. Um, I read The Last Romantics by Tara Conklin. So this oh. is new. This is... Um, is this is like know, Children this of Men? No. But instead of like the only <laughs> child left alive, it's The Last Romantics? No. <laughs> it's to... odd. Like I don't really know what I was expecting, but it right. starts in like the near future. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like a poet giving a talk. And people okay. Are, people are asking her questions about some of her best poems so i guess in the future people are going to care about poetry <laughs> so that TV destroyed in the great television <laughs> yeah. wars so that becomes like kind of a window into her past and right. you hear all about like her childhood and the loss of her parents mm-hmm. and then her siblings and the way the siblings interact with each other so right. that's just kind of a it's an unusual frame story for like a family saga mm-hmm. uh, it works really well it's uh, one of those things where it like it's always just right on this level and it's a good level mm-hmm. uh, but it never I don't know. I guess I wanted like a big impact. I wanted a big like ba-boom right. moment. And that doesn't happen. It's just always a really level, like even keel in a good way story. But mm-hmm. it does kind of like ride that one line. Right. And it's just sort of like, where are these characters going to go? How is this young girl going to get to be this like hundred year old poet in this mm-hmm. weird dystopian future? Which is just, a, it's an unusual backdrop to not explore. Right. But to just sort of have that be the reality that these characters, you know, they're going to grow up in. Hmm. So it's an interesting book. I, it was a quick read for me. I, I recommend it. I say pick it up. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Nonfiction? Uh, no, it's fiction. But you said poetry is nonfiction. <gasps> but it's not a book of poetry. Okay. Okay. Uh, I also read Finding Katerina M by our pal Elizabeth Elo. Mm. So you can look back on our episode with her last year where we right. discussed her book North of Boston. Now that uh, you say the title out loud, that explains why I couldn't find the cover because oh. I was looking for Finding Katrina. Oh, no. Yeah. Katerina M. Yeah. Anyway, Finding Katerina M by Elizabeth Elo. Yeah. Uh, this is, I was trying to explain this to my wife and she was like, wait, what, what, what? Because <laughs> it's, because <laughs> what happens is it's like the story starts moving along and then you go in a direction you just didn't expect. Right. And then you go in another direction you didn't expect. And then you go in another direction that you didn't expect mm-hmm. and it shouldn't work, but it really does. <sighs> you know which was nice because we're going to be talking to her and i don't have to like pretend like i like it because i actually really did (laughs) right and i pounded through it quickly Mm -hmm. and it really it kept me guessing i did not 
expect to end up in the places mm. that we ended up. Uh, but it all made sense. Like right. it was really fluid. Uh, characters are strong. The characters are good. Doesn't feel it doesn't feel like North of Boston. You mm. know, and this is the one she was talking about when right. we interviewed her last time yeah. with the Siberian setting and yes. all that. It worked really well. This is going to be out um, at the end of well, March 19th. This is coming out. So I do I do really recommend you pick this up. Mm-hmm. And I still love North of Boston. So pick that up, too. Nice. Uh, we're going to be talking to Elizabeth in the next couple of weeks. So if you've yeah. got questions for her, uh, you can send them in to wellsvilletstls.org. <gasps> Twitter at All the Book Show uh, or Facebook, David A. Howe Public Library. Uh, you can go to Eric's home, which is located Mm-mm. on. Oh, nope. We're not doing that. No, okay. That's all right. Eric's thanks. cell phone number what? is. No, fi- stop. We're not doing that. Okay. So <laughs> those other ways. Uh, and while you're there, rate and share. Tell everybody that you love this podcast. Why don't you talk about this dorky thing? Oh, I, I can't say dorky thing because you just talked about Star Trek Transformers. Uh, so. And then I gave uh, really good critiques of two like literary books. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's true. I read 40 volumes of G.I. Joe. Ah! <laughs> uh, but you want to know the dorky thing. I'm yeah. reading Planet of Twilight yeah. by Barbara Hambly. And here's the thing, folks. I've got a sci-fi book club with some friends, and we've read a couple of Barbara Hambly Star Trek and a couple of Barbara Hambly sci-fi. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you we very much are over-reading Barbara Hambly. Is this another like part two of something? Or is this, this is like standalone? You know, she wrote, she wrote two Star Wars books, and they deal with the character Callista. That she made up. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Kevin, well. Kev, yes. I mean, but she's not a screen-used character. She's right. original. Um, and Kevin J. Anderson wrote one that also features Callista, which takes place in between. So they form kind of a loose trilogy. Yeah. So we've read this loose trilogy. And basically, she is... The character Callista is like just an embodiment of the Force oh. that gets put into like a Force-sensitive like body. Mm-hmm. And then... Can't, doesn't have access to her Force powers. She can only mm. reach the dark side. Uh-oh. So the premise is cool. But man, no, none of us like these books. Mm. Her uh, her book Ghost Walker, which is a Star Trek book, we all loved. Mm-hmm. Everything else has been rough. Right. So I am. Uh, what are you I'm, gonna do if you're not reading Barbara Hamley at your Barbara Hamley book club? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm pounding my way through Planet of Twilight, and then we're gonna be. Oh, done. you're not done. We're gonna okay. be. No, I'm not. I'm currently reading it. We're gonna be done with this author. Okay. Uh, and that's pretty much it. I also have to start Caves of Steel. Caves uh, of Steel. I, I don't know. I have a huge stack of books that I want to read. So. Hey, man. It's okay. Caves of Steel is going to be next after Planet Just of Twilight, though. one page in front of the other. I really Soon you'll be reading. I really that, needed uh, to hear that. Uh, uh, I really needed to hear that right now. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's it. I guess that's it for my old bookmark. Your old bookmark. Oh, I accidentally said, typed in never tell. Oh, okay. Huh. Uh, well, I wanted to mention there's a couple of nominations that are out there Wait, right really? now. I thought bookmark is where you were going to... Give out your in memoriam to Luke Perry. Oh, yes. Sorry, boy. I didn't. I couldn't let you. I know. Not talk I mean, about Luke first, Perry. first it was Peter Tork, which was sad. Yeah. And then, I mean, Luke Perry was only fifty-two. Yeah. I mean, I think I've talked about this many times on the podcast before, uh-huh. but nine hundred two and zero was like it for me right. for my whole like teenage <laughs> years. I still love that show. If you want to watch it right now, oh boy, I'll take a vacation day and we'll sit down, <laughs> watch it. Right. Uh, okay. So I was. Very sad to hear about the passing of Luke Perry. Right. Uh, I did go back and revisit the first Dylan episode of 90210, uh-huh. which was a lot of fun. And I watched, uh, we watched a Luke Perry movie last night. I think he plays, he plays himself on The Simpsons. Yes. But I think he's, he's uh, Sideshow Bob's uh, like cousin or something. I think he's Krusty's. Oh, is he? Krusty's half brother. Oh, that could be. Yeah, that yeah. sounds right. So I yeah. just remember he, uh, there's like a, there's a yeah. gif of him. Uh, and I remember from the episode where he's made like a balloon carousel, like a working carousel out of uh, balloon animals. <laughs> and it's just, and no one appreciates it. That's funny. Yeah. 
So. Uh, anyway, we watched the movie The Beat Beneath My Feet last night, which was pretty good. Okay. Luke Perry's like a washed up rock star, and yeah. the upstairs neighbor figures out who he is and basically blackmails him into teaching him how yeah. to play the guitar. So it was pretty good. <laughs> Very Dylan-esque kind of performance. Uh-huh. Well, it, was, it was good. Uh, he, I, he, again, he's one of my favorites. My wife saw him live on stage doing uh, When Harry Met Sally, which would have been great. So he, anyway, I'm, yes. Thank you. Thank he you for does a me. voice in a Miyazaki film. Oh, really? Yeah, and I can't remember who it is. He's also Rick Jones in the old Incredible Hulk series. Really? Yeah. The, the animated. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, he's all over the place. He wrote, he did those uh, Good Night for Justice movies, which I really liked. Mm-hmm. Recently, a lot of like westerns, uh, TV movie westerns. Okay. Which are always very good. So, And of course, Riverdale, which he's on right now. Yeah, well, they've put that show on a hiatus. I know, now. I know, which I thought was very nice. A lot of uh, a lot of like public outpouring of like respect and well wishes, which is you know, it's always nice to see. It's nice to when someone you like kind of admire, uh, when you realize that they were really seem to be a nice, like caring person. It's, yeah. it's, that's that's better to know. Uh, anyway, I guess um, where were we going before that sad part happened? Uh, awards. Yes, I was just going to mention that uh, a couple of awards have listed their nominees in their long list. So we've shared on our Twitter page if you want to see the full list. Uh, the Women's Prize for Fiction has listed their long list. Uh, um, I th- forgot. I have seen a Luke Perry movie. Yeah? He was in the original Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie. He is. He's also in The Fifth Element. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. His last film is going to be a Tarantino film, which is pretty cool. Oh, yeah. He uh, parts for that. Once Upon a Time in... The uh, in Hollywood, the the women's prize has listed their long list. So right now it's at about sixteen books. So we'll get into it a little more when we get down to a short list, and mm-hmm. then ultimately uh, we'll announce the winners. Uh, but the uh, Milkman, which won the Man Booker Award last year, uh, is is on the uh, short list or Yay. long list for this as well. The Edgar Awards, the Mystery Awards, have also put out their nominees. So both of those awards are coming in the next couple of months. Take a peek on our Twitter page. Of course, you can just do a, a web search to find those. Mm-hmm. But uh, nominees are out now. We'll uh, be talking more as, as we get closer to show date. Uh, you want to take us into the New York Times bestsellers list? Uh, do I? Are you still looking up Luke Perry films? I, was try- I thought he was in a Miyazaki film as one of the American voices, but I'm having a hard time finding it. Mm. So, uh, All right. So, 10 books. <laughs> One prize. The top yeah. spot on the New York Times bestseller yes, list. Yes, thank you. Who will take home this trophy? I don't know. You tell me. Okay. Are you just vamping because you don't <laughs> have it up? Okay. <laughs> yes, I'm vamping. Gosh, is that a crime? Is I, it a crime to vamp? The way you did it. Is it a crime to be vamping right now by just constantly asking the same yeah. question? All right. Number 10 on the New York Times bestsellers list for hardcover fiction is Fire and Blood by George R. R. Martin. There. Okay. Is that worth it? Was that worth all that vamping? No. No. Uh we're we're done talking about this. The okay. new season is coming, uh, so I don't know. If okay. you're reading this prequel, good for you. John Grisham's The Reckoning, number nine, has also been here for my list. It's on, on Nick's my list. list. So, uh, J B. Oh no, J D. Rob Connections in Death. Oh, look out! Is at number eight. It's an Eve Dallas book. Uh, she scours tattoo parlors and strip joints for clues <laughs> to the cause of Lilo Pickering's mysterious mysterious death. Mm. My tattoo. Uh, all right. New book this week. What now, way to go. now we're interested. Okay. Yeah. Totally. Uh, Mission Critical by Mark Gr- Greeny. Uh, Greeny? Greeny. Greeny, probably. The eighth book in the Gray Man series. Mm-hmm. Wow. He has pumped these out very quickly. I think they're just gaining momentum. I think oh. they've been coming out at a pretty regular pace. Okay. Well, Court Grentry <laughs> must track down assassins. Count. 
I said court. No. Yeah, no, it's court. It's court it's gentry. Court. Yeah, yeah, court gentry. It's I. I've only read one of these. I read backblast. Oh, that's a name, not a title. Right. Okay. I read backblast. Oh, yeah. And I really liked that. Yeah, and Mark Greeny also wrote the. Um, he was writing the Clancy books for a while. Right. The Jack Ryan stuff, and then he moved on to just focus on Gray Man. Right. I always mean to get back to it, and I haven't. I remember talking about backblast. Yes. You had, you had a good time with it. It's the same term you might use to describe. You a don't fart. have to say okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number six, an anonymous girl by Greer Hendricks and Sarah. Pekinen. Yep. Jessica Ferris' life unravels. Author of uh, The Wife Between Us. She signs up for Dr. Shields' psychological study. Yeah. Only to find out Dr. Shields is Brooke Shields. It I has no... Really? Uh, yeah, no no doctorate. Interesting. So. It's just it's an honorary title. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> yes. That's cool. I do... I mean, I love The Wife Between Us, so I was really anxious for this book. The premise uh-huh. doesn't do much for me, but I... Still plan to really read it. Brooke Shields tricking people. No, if Brooke Shields is like, yeah, yeah, Brooke Shields is gaslighting people into thinking she's a medical <laughs> professional. I will absolutely, yeah, yeah anytime, anytime. All uh, right, they should have known because it was called Blue Lagoon Spa. Hmm, that so, makes sense. Yeah, Brooke Shields played Rizzo in Broadway in the nineties. Yeah, in the in, the, in Greece, and took over for Rosie O'Donnell, Jackie's mom, on that seventy that seventy show. Really, yeah. also Hannah Montana's mom on the show Hannah Montana. Wait, are, does that mean Jackie from that seventy show and Hannah Montana are at least half sisters? It absolutely means that. <laughs> okay. Yes, yes, it does. Yeah. Uh, what number are we on now? I've lost track. I don't uh, know. The last one he said was Brooke Shields. <laughs> <laughs> Book five on this list: uh, Black Leopard, Red Wolf, Marlon yeah, James. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The three of them together. A lot of buzz on this book. A loner named Tracker teams up with a group of unusual characters in yep. search of a mysterious boy. One character only likes to butter the bottom size of his toast. Oh. <laughs> He's a pretty unusual character. Yeah. Sorry. It was Dr. Seuss. Yeah. Thank Little you. Little Dr. Seuss. Oh, Eric Kate and I read at the elementary school for Read Across America. Did you just Day. call me Dr. Eric Seuss. Cake? No. Okay. What did you read for that? I read The Wild Robot and Animorphs. And uh, how did that go? Uh, it went pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Saturday, we had a girl come in looking for the wild Has robot. Has the wild robot. Turned out yeah. she was in fourth grade. Turned out I had read to her. Yeah. Uh, also, yesterday, last night, yeah. girl came in, looked for the wild robot, also fourth grade, also read to her. Bam. So Nice. That's always You're welcome, nice. uh, what, whoever wrote the wild robot. Peter Brown. Yeah, Peter Brown. Yep. Yeah, I read, I read, I had yeah. uh, first grade, so I read yeah. a lot of picture books. Yeah. I think probably Hello Lighthouse was the favorite. Yeah. Caldecott oh, winner. Nice, yeah. Yep. And Kate read, uh, she read some Pete the Cat and a few other things. Yeah. Yeah, good times. I always enjoy doing that. Yeah. I had fourth grade last year, and I was a little more nervous about fourth grade. Yeah. You know. Fourth grade was pretty kind to me this year. Yeah, I I had a good experience. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, All right. Number four, The Silent Patient Mm. uh, by Alex Mikkel... Oh, right, this. Yeah. You know, I picked up an arc of this, and I haven't... uh, Michaelides. I haven't read it yet, so now it's not even advanced. It's just... Michaelides. Michael... Yeah, keep going. Anyway. You'll uh, get there. Theo Faber. Is it Faber? Yeah. Theo Faber looks Boy. into the mystery of a famous painting who stops a famous painter who stops speaking after shooting her husband. Yeah. So also on my list, folks. Also on my list. And I'm Debbie McCumber gave me one. I gotta read that one too. Cabbage oh, by yeah. the sea. Yeah. I'm falling behind. Yeah, man. I'm falling behind. Uh number three, new yeah. this week, Never Tell by Lisa Gardner. Mm. Dee Dee Warren and Flora Dane investigate whether a pregnant woman shot and killed her husband. Wait, is this pregnant woman the silent painter? Patient? Oh, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Crossover alert. Yeah. Husbands, where, where? look out. Yeah. You getting shot. Yep, look out. So, uh, number two, James Patterson. He's back. He is. Uh, this is the only James Patterson. Yeah. Usually we have like four. You know what? You know what? I don't want to... I don't want to... I think the more times you speak his name, the more power he gets. But I think that it's slowing down a little bit. Uh-oh, James. Bookshot's dead. Yeah. And you don't see... 
so many. Yeah. You know, you're not seeing like, it was, like I feel like it was like every old. other month yeah. at least you're getting a new hardcover. And now it yeah. feels like it's more like maybe every three months, mm. every three, four months mm-hmm. you're getting one. Mm. Those are like Danielle Steele numbers. And that ain't nothing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, uh, The Chef the by Chef. James Patterson and Max DeLillo. Yeah, I haven't read any with that co-author. Caleb Rooney, a police detective and celebrity food truck chef, must clear his name <laughs> of murder allegations. So he's a detective, but also a celebrity food, yeah, food truck chef. <laughs> celebrity food so truck. So detective is his job, yeah. but food truck chef is his passion. Yeah. Yeah. So, or do you think it's the other way around? Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. That's tough. Yeah. Now is he? So he is a. Is he okay? He's does a police he, detective right. and a celebrity food truck. I understand chef. that, but so does he bring his food truck to celebrities? Oh, or is he a celebrity chef who drives a food truck? I think he's a celebrity. He's like the Gordon Ramsay of food trucks. Hmm. Wow. But I think he also keeps a siren in his food truck because he's also top. like a detective. And then he like if he needs to he, yeah. <sighs> Darn it! If I'm not in. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Where the Crawdads Sing by Delilah Owens. Do you yeah. think when he pulls somebody over, he gives them a ticket, but also maybe like some nachos? Maybe. Uh, maybe. A woman you know who survived alone in the marsh becomes a murder suspect for killing her husband. Oh, no. No, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, two things. Wait. First of all. Do you think Caleb Rooney has to clear his name of murdering his husband? Maybe. All right. It's possible. It's That's five murdered husbands that's in a lot the top of five husbands. spots. It is a lot. It Murdering a lot. husbands has never been hotter. Here are the two things it's I want to tell you about where the crawdads sing. Okay. One, it is nominated for the Edgar Award. Good job. Two, the author is Delia Owens, not Delilah. Son of a gun. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Those are the only two things Ugh. that I wanted to share. So say it again. Delia. Delia. Delia Owens... My apologies. Yeah. You're not the first victim to my mispronunciation. Uh, Delilah, though, it's biblical. It's it's <laughs> not. There's not positive connotations. Yeah. But it is biblical. Uh, so. Again, you're not the first. You won't be the last. Definitely that I, not. That Prob- I hurt by mispronouncing your words. Delia, if I can be honest, you won't be the last in this episode. Mm. In this episode. Happened, yeah. I even had a hard time saying pronunciate. Well, that's not a word. So Yes, it is. Pronunciate. Pronounce. Pronounce. Or enunciate. They're two different things. But what if you're pronouncing something and you have to... No. Pronounce. You don't combine those. <laughs> you don't say pronunciate? No one says that. Oh, I mean, you say it. No, sure, you like, say it. It's like enunciate, but with pronouncing. I understand what you're saying, but that is not a word. I... Pronunciate. I'm going to look it up. I think you should. Ben, play the music. Lonely Arts Book Okay, folks. Well, uh, it's Lonely Hearts Book Club time. This this was really this was the uh, the house that this podcast was built on. I would say the Lonely Hearts Book Club. Yeah. That was our favorite idea uh, when we started this, and we used to do a lot more. And I miss them. So here, here we go. We're coming back. Is a word that isn't listed in most dictionaries. Oh man, I wish I had read ahead. <laughs> Just stop. Just said is a word. Period. Anyway, what we do with the Lonely Hearts Book Club is. Uh, we've we've got a whole treasure trove of books down in the stacks. Uh, we're one of the big well, we are the biggest library in Allegheny County, and so we have a lot of nice space, and we try to hang on to things, uh, especially things that are unique in the system. So that means we've got some gems down there uh, that have not been weeded, that are just sitting down there, free to live their lives in retirement. So I run a report. I find something that's been on the shelves for a while, something that uh, doesn't have a whole lot of action, and then Eric and I. Uh, explore and see why that might be so the choice i have for you today is uh is hollywood themed i'm still sad that's all right right, uh because it's it's uh you know it's academy award season so the hollywood life a hollywood life by david freeman 
uh, a novel by the author of A Hollywood Education. So here's the thing with this book. Eric, would you say that this, there's no stamps. Uh I think it's had one checkout. Does it look, what do you think? Uh, Looks looks untouched. Yeah, it doesn't look, it looks a pretty tight binding. I don't think this has been flipped open too many times. Let's just say that. Yeah, that's probably true. Let's just say that. Uh, It was added to the collection in 1991. Original cover price, 1995. Uh, A little bit about David. There was no internet in 91. This book has no excuse. You're right. You're right. I've had two things this week that uh, were were a shout out to Superman for the quest for peace, which no one likes. Really? The first was in the Unity Saga. Okay. Uh, one of the things they find in the Phantom Zone is Nuclear Man from Superman for the quest for peace. Okay. And that's uh, a famous thing. Yeah. Yes. David Freeman's uh, our author here is also a screenwriter, and his most recent film was in 1985 called Street Smart. Okay. Uh, starring Christopher Reeve. Right. Which was only made because Christopher Reeve wanted to do it. And he said, look, I'll do Superman 4 if you fund David Freeman's Street Smart. Wow. And the rest is history. <laughs> Both of the movies. Street Smart, completely forgotten. Yeah. Superman Quest for Peace, we'd all like to forget. Yeah. So anyway, but David Freeman wrote the movie Street Smart, wrote several other movies. Hmm. He actually was collaborating with Alfred Hitchcock on Hitchcock's final project, The Short Night. But uh, it was never... It was never made because mm. Hitchcock's failing health and ultimate death. So Not short enough um, enough. Yeah, not so it didn't enough. happen. He has a couple right. of novels. Um, said most sure most of the action was uh, uh, 70s, early 80s, and then this one came out in 91, as I said. Anyway, Hollywood Life by David Freeman. So we've got a white cover. Yeah. Hey, is that the same woman from... I, yeah, I know. I thought the same thing. What episode... Oh, man. All right, we did an episode long ago called Dreams... Are not, Dreams are not enough. Dreams yeah. are not, which felt like a James Bond title, but it was yeah. really like a, like a family, or like history. a multi generational yeah. thing. And the cover, the cover of that is a big, is a is a, is a close up shot of a woman in like yeah. basically like silk sheets, all red, yeah, red silk sheets. And the little insert picture on here looks shockingly it's similar. The same. Oh my god. Do you think it is? <laughs> it's possible. It's possible. Are right, you look that up? I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the inside flap. Okay, are you ready? Uh, oh, some advanced praise for a Hollywood life. Digby Dial of Playboy says, A fascinating oh. meditation on stardom. The politics of the movie business and the subtle interplay of personalities have rarely been written about with such insight. All right. Uh, so, Hollywood Life by David Freeman. That's the same woman. Is it really? Look at this. Okay. Look at, look at, look at my... Now look at the cover. It is. That's the same It is picture. the same. Oh, my gosh. It is the exact same image. That's amazing. That's that is so funny. What episode is that? What episode did we do? I'll, all right, I'll look it up. Okay, so just by sheer coincidence, yeah. these two books use the same like clip art uh, for their cover. Oh, that's too funny. That is too funny. All right, here's the flap. All right, here's here's what you got. She grew up in the movies, a child of Hollywood. Her daily life bigger than everyone else's fiction. Carla Tate made her movie debut when she episode si- eighty nine. Eighty nine. Well, that's not far from where we are now. That's true. Almost 100 episodes. That's hilarious. Dreams are not enough. Episode 89. You can hear the Lonely Hearts book club of the book that then this one used. I I cannot believe that. I cannot believe that. They used the same same cover. Now we're investigating. Okay. Do you want me? No, keep going. Okay. Carla Tate made her movie debut when she was six days old. She spent her childhood at the Little Red Schoolhouse on the MGM lot. At seven, she gave testimony to the House on American Activities Committee. By adolescence, she was a veteran, having appeared in a series of films that made her the envy of every little girl in America. Before she was 20, she had a husband and 
a lover. When did this book come out? The one you're reading Nin- right 91? now? 91. Uh, Dreams Are Not Enough came out in 1987. Oh. oh. What is happening? Wow. Yeah, I guess it's just a popular image. Yeah, I got to get the image on, on Twitch right you now. You do, absolutely. At age 39, after three marriages, three children, and a score of films, she was an enduring international star. Then she died. Oh, no. <laughs> mysteriously. A Hollywood life is Carla's story, an enthralling look at a woman who matured under the eyes of millions of people, yet who never quite grew up. For Carla Tate, real life was an ex- extension of life on screen, always acting, always in control, always certain of the ending. Despite her marriages, the central romantic relationship of Carla's life was a powerful or a secret love affair with Jack Markle, a powerful Hollywood lawyer, 30 years her senior. For Carla, Jack was part father and part Svengali. Oh, jeez. And from the time they met when she was 17, it was only in his arms that Carla revealed the woman she was. Her story is told by Gabe Burton, once a screenwriter and once Carla's lover. Gabe and Carla met on a movie set. For Carla, their affair ended when filming was over. For Gabe, it lasted a lifetime. A Hollywood life is Gabe's attempt to reconstruct the history of this woman, to say goodbye to her spirit, and to make sense of her death. What do you think? doesn't sound terrible no it doesn't it's actually it, it does sound kind of interesting to me uh we're gonna get these images up side by side so go to the all the books twitter account when you can and take a look at these because it is <laughs> it is pretty pretty yeah. spectacular chapter one are you ready eric yes i want your honest don't hold anything back okay all right yeah when bobby shepherd called to tell me that carla's body had been washed up at rincon point a few miles south of santa barbara i didn't believe him Not that I thought he was joking, just that it was so unlikely. There'd been a yachting accident of some sort. Exactly what had happened was still unclear. I don't know. Was Christopher Walken there? I don't know (laughs) who Bobby called before me or after, but because I was involved in the financing of the picture Carla was shooting, I was high in the list. Mm. It was a Sunday morning, and I was still in bed when the call came. When I heard the tension in Bobby's voice, my throat went dry, and I got a little dizzy. Then I was still, and my mind got very clear. I don't know how much Bobby knew about my personal connection to Carla. Maybe he regarded this as an important but unpleasant business call, but I doubt it. In Hollywood, I always proceeded on the assumption that if there's something about yourself that you wonder whether people know, they do. Oh, snap. Hollywood's rough. Bobby started telling me all the reasons Carla's death was a calamity. All I could say was, I'm going to Santa Barbara. (laughs) How are you feeling? All right. I kind of like it. Yeah. I don't know if I want to read it necessarily. Do you think you have to read Dreams Are Not Enough first? Is it like a sequel? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, It could be. It could. Well, I mean, clearly. What's the main character's name in Dreams Are Not Enough? Oh, boy. You want to look it up? Yeah, I'm on it. All right. Uh, This book, I don't. I don't. It was hard to find any information about the author. Uh, Temptress goddess star Alyssa Del Mar. Alyssa Del Mar. Okay, yeah. so that's from Dreams Are Not Enough. Uh, was all these? Oh, right. Those are te- Temptress goddess star. Yeah. All these to millions of movie fans who worship her and extravagant, uh, extravagant allure and irresistible sensuality. Interesting. All right. That's too funny. <laughs> uh, anyway, th- not much about this author. I mean, yeah. he, he's got a couple screenwriting credits. He's got a few novels, a few plays, actually. Not Jesse. much. He wrote Superman 4. <laughs> yeah, you're right. No, he didn't write <laughs> Superman 4. No. Jesse, In a way. Jesse and the Bandit Queen sticking. and A First Class Man are a couple of plays that he wrote. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, not much about this. There's uh, four ratings on Goodreads, no reviews, uh, no plot synopsis, mm-hmm. no cover image. Mm-hmm. So this book is very much forgotten. Right. Um, I don't know. I, I think it's, uh, I think the window into it is kind of interesting. You mean the window that is dreams are not enough? No, no. I mean like the, that it's written okay. by somebody who like was in love with her from afar. Yeah. And it's like, he's the, he's mm. the one telling the story. It's interesting to tell you. It, yeah. He's the killer. Oh, oh no. Just put that together. Unreliable narrator. Possible. Yeah. Uh, that'd be interesting. 
I like that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I like I like that she starts dead. I think that makes for an interesting, <laughs> interesting like sure. way to tell the character's story. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. You, want, you want a little bit more? Any uh, murdered husbands? I haven't. I haven't come across a murder. Well, that yet. might explain why it's never been checked out. Okay, you're right. Well, oh, you are uh, skipping ahead. Oh, I don't know. I'm just trying to find. You're about good, to. Uh, yeah. You don't want me to go. That no, way. go ahead. Right. Chapter no, eight. No. Chapter eight. Never too late. Chapter- <laughs> All right. So this is uh, this is from about the middle of the book. So we'll yeah. just get a little sense of dialogue here. Yeah, what's going on? All right. Um, let's see. Sonny took to cruising North Gower Street in his silver Ford convertible. He'd slow down in front of Gower Gardens and race his engine. The car had a dual exhaust system with noise-making baffles in the mufflers. <laughs> the rear end had been lowered and the chrome removed. The result was a lot of racket from a steam-lined bullet. Carla refused to acknowledge he was there, but Seal asked, Is he just a fan or do you know him? See. C- CeeLo? No, no. <laughs> not CeeLo. He's an actor. I know him from the studio. How old is he? I don't know. He's old enough to drive. That's mm-hmm. too old for you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> gross. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Call the police or something. As they talked, Sonny kept cruising the block. Maybe he was getting as tired as posing as Carla was and pretending not to notice because he finally parked and yelled, Come on out, gal. Don't you dare go out there, Seal said as Carla headed for the door. I can handle him, she said, wondering if she could. Oh, snap. I know. <laughs> on the street, Sonny had crooked his so arm over the side of the car door. Oh, I can't say anything. He was wearing dark reflecting glasses. A few of the neighbors were looking out their windows. Well, there she is, Sonny said. <laughs> Pretty as ever. How you doing, darling? Carla walked over to the car and with more bravado than she felt said, Sonny, what is this? Can I swear on the podcast? Mm. Right. I come to visit you. <laughs> <laughs> I ever hear ever hear of calling first? Maybe I don't want to visit her now. Mm. She could feel herself gaining the upper hand. Don't come here. You upset my mother. I ain't interested in your mother. Oh, snap. If you don't get out of here, I'm telling what you did to me. Ooh. Dark. I don't know. What are you thinking? <laughs> you like, I don't know. You like the dialogue? Yeah. I guess. I'm, I, I don't know. I mean, I, don't, I probably am not going to pick up this book, but I have not read anything about it so far that's made me think, oh, that's stupid. Right. I like the little I like the little line there where she said, "Oh, I can handle him." Walking away, wondering if she could. Mm. I think that's good writing. Yeah. I think that's a good little a little yeah. tag to put on there because it says yeah. a lot without being like, "But she was actually nervous about it," you know? Right. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? Sure. I know. I mean, read it. Ba- you think I should read it? Yeah. It's a, it's a terrible cover. Are you sure? Because it's been used twice. I know it has. <laughs> I know it has. Well, this is like a little wallet size. This yeah, is just a small that's, picture. That's how you can remember. Uh, yeah. LeMan or yeah, whatever yeah, her yeah, name yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think the cover's terrible. I think at any time the cover's terrible. Del Mar. Uh, a Hollywood Life, it looks it looks more like a trashy like memoir mm. than it does like yeah. a murder mystery. Yeah. Not to keep harping on the cover, but yeah. I mean, uh, Dreams Are Not Enough had a pretty trashy cover it in did. general. It and did. So like minimizing that does yeah. not <laughs> make your cover any That's less true. trashy. That's true. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, Dreams Are Not Enough, at least it's like, at least it was like bold and splashy. Yeah. You're like, wow, they're leaning in. Yeah. They are leaning in. Yeah. This is like, look at this big font. And also it's a little trashy. It's Del, yeah, Del Mar. It's right? a little trashy. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, well, I think I'm, uh, I'm interested in this book, mm. but I'm more impressed uh first that you were able to recognize <laughs> this image from yeah. uh, a hundred <laughs> episodes ago <laughs> yeah. that you saw one time you yeah. were like wait a minute yeah. <laughs> if i've seen it once i've seen it a hundred times <laughs> hilarious yeah all right this well, book has really connected a lot of uh, a lot of dots today. i know it has yeah, superman, superman four yeah. dreams are not enough yep. i 
Yeah. Yeah. So if anything, this this book and by extension David Freeman <laughs> has brought a little joy yeah. here to Wellsville, yeah. New York. Um I think the book's worth a second look. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to be the one to give it that second look. <laughs> sure. But if anybody uh, is interested in reading it and wants to read it and then give us some sort of essay about it, mm. I would be all for that. You because essays. I think there's probably a good book yeah. in here. And I'll tell you, uh, of the four Goodreads, we've got two five stars and oh. two three stars. So mm. that tells you nothing. Yeah. <laughs> that tells you nothing. Yeah. Please send all book reviews to the All the Book Show info club. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> please. Yep. P.O. Box. Just kidding. <laughs> That's not true. Uh, anyway. A Hollywood Life by David Freeman, available at your local local David A. Howe Public Library mm. or at any STLS library because we can get you any book. Yeah, so we just can go send it right to you. Ask for it, we'll send it your yeah. way. Are you in Corning, New York, but you want to read A Hollywood Life? Yeah. Good news. Just ask. Yeah. 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 Just stop in. Pauline's the director there. <laughs> Pauline will help you out. Oh, <laughs> uh, boy. What? We've had some good times. You and I? Today. Yeah. Yeah. You and I and yeah. Carla slash whatever. <laughs> Lana Del Rey, whatever. No, the other no not Lana Del Rey. <laughs> okay. Uh, Del Mar. Del Mar. But yeah. I don't think it's Lana either. I don't think I like a Lana Del, Del Rey song. Oh, you know what? I like Summertime Sadness. Huh. That's the only one I like. Huh. You know what? what? This would be a good album cover for that. For Summertime Sadness. Just yeah. reuse this picture. Yes. You know what? Now we need to find out. Yeah. It's probably, there's got to be some sort of cover image by. We should just buy buy the rights to use that and use it on everything. Use it on that everything. will be our new that's, podcast. That's cover. my new driver's license picture. Wow. Sir, <laughs> oh sure, this doesn't gosh. look like Too you. Funny. Well, it is. Too funny. I'm Lana right. Del Mar. <laughs> Hats off, David Freeman. We had a good. We had a good afternoon here. Yeah. Anything you want to mention? Uh, library news coming up. Book clubs, of course. Reading Caves of Steel by Isaac Asimov. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're gonna meet on that on the 26th. Maybe we're gonna get pizza. Mm-hmm. We haven't decided yet. <laughs> and we're also reading uh, Truly Madly Guilty. We're going to talk about that March 14th, and then we're going to follow it up with Big Little Lies. Then we'll be done with Leanne Moriarty. This guy's going to be done with Leanne Moriarty forever. Boy. Yeah. You're cranky pants. No, no. Where'd you get your pants? The cranky uh, store? The cranky, the cranky <laughs> store. Yeah, the cranky store. I yeah. did. I did. Yeah. That's it. We got Creek Ben coming back March 7th. He's just, yeah. uh, rock and roll pet shows coming up. That's going to be fun. It's music yeah. for kids and pets, yeah. animals. Yeah, good, good news. The David After the, the show, you can adopt the band. Oh, maybe. <laughs> yeah, it's not an all animal band. I oh, feel like okay. we should say it's not yeah. a showbiz pizza situation. Right. Not like that, a guinea pig on drums. On. Is that reference too old? Showbiz pizza. I don't showbiz. know what it means. It's the like progenitor of Chuck E. Cheese. It was oh. called showbiz when I was a kid. So you decided to reference... Well, it just came out. The Country Bear Jamboree, is that also too old? No, that's Disney. I think that's probably more prominent. That is probably the most prominent animal band. Country Bear Jamboree, would you say? No. The gorillas. The well, they're people. They're, they're like people. They're humanoid. They're, yeah. So you mean like actual animals uh, Animals, in yeah, playing band. instruments in a band. Did the Shirt Tails play band? La, la, la. That's Banana Splits. Yeah. And they're not animals, but what they are is chilling. So you don't want to want to dig too deep. <laughs> anyway, uh, send us all your favorite animal bands at Twitter at All the Book Show, and I think that's gonna do it for this week. Uh, I didn't get to say anything. Take it away. I got my uh, my photo show. Yeah, not my photo show. Well, it's your photo show. Yes, listeners. What a great uh, way to say. our teen photo show. Yes, we're uh, we're gonna start collecting photos uh-huh. April eighth through the twelfth. Uh, so. Or maybe it's through the 19th. We've been doing gangbusters the last couple of years, yeah. too. Usually over 100 entries. Yeah. So, so uh, good. teens start bringing in photos. You can bring up to three framed photos, and then we'll hang them up. So Nice. So get ready. Also, uh, I mean, it's farther away, but uh, April 5th, our after-school movie is going to be Spider-Man Into oh, the Spider-Verse. Academy Award winning. Miles Morales, you mean. Spider-Man, Ultimate Spider-Man, the movie. Wow. <laughs> 
That's, That's true. Times. Academy Award winning uh, Spider-Verse. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah. All right, great. A lot of fun stuff going on. Yeah. Uh, that's going to do it for this week. We're going to be talking to Elizabeth Elo in the next couple of weeks, so feel free to send any questions you have. And that's going to do it. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.